0: webmasterradio.fm
1: Cover story Cover a story or attain that coveted story Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public, your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Stories. We're reserving a headline for you.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story. I'm Brandi Shapiro-Babin, and I am joined with my ever-handsome, ever-charming host, McJolly. Hey, you.
3: Hey, Brandy. How's it going, girl?
2: A little tired.
3: You Wait. know, I'm, I'm scrolling through your uh, webmasterradio.fm photo album here and checking out the Windjammer Cruise and checking <laughs> out some of the New York Party stuff and... Yeah, just having a good time here.
2: (laughs) You know what? I have to say, we definitely live by the motto of work hard, play hard.
3: Well, there we we go. You know, checking out some of these pictures from uh, the Yahoo 10th Anniversary Party and some other stuff that's on here. A lot of fun, a lot of fun.
2: That was a phenomenal night, us doing the party with Yahoo for the 10th anniversary. 2,000 people came and 2,000 people stayed. We had to keep the bar open an hour later. I guess that's how you know when it's a success.
3: There you go hey what's this uh what was this goat all about that's uh, down there in jamaica though you you guys had a had a pet goat you'd dragging around on a leash is that the deal
2: <laughs> you know Mick <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually want to have this conversation, with you. <laughs> however uh,
4: we okay. actually
2: have a guest today who because she is so important and so charming is of course uh a little short on time today, and because of our new launch with Danny Sullivan and his Daily Search cast, um, we started a few minutes late tonight. Yes, we're very we did. excited. And for those of you who have not signed up yet to go to Search Engine Strategies in San Jose, August 8th through 11th, get your tickets now. It's a vital show to go to. Um, but we've just sort of had a crazy, awesome, fun fill day, and uh, we're very, very fortunate. I want to sort of uh, not do our normal banter and then go to commercial break but I want to bring on our guest. Her name is Katie Kempner, and she wears two very, very important hats. She's both the Vice President, Director of Agency Communications for Crispin Porter and Bogowski, and she's the Vice President, Director of Corporate Communications for MDC Partners. This woman has amazed me in that she's been able to get uh, her agency quoted by some of the most prestigious publications in the world, including the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, Advertising Age, uh, fast company she's doing an amazing job she's done something which is unheard of she's been at her agency since 96 was promoted in 2004 to car you know to carry her dual role and uh without further ado let's bring on the very charming katie kempner hi thank you that was quite an introduction
3: hey there you go <laughs> welcome katie
2: hi thank you how are you I'm great. Thank you for having me. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Am I making you blush? <laughs> hey,
3: Katie, we've been excited to know you're going to be joining us on the show since, uh, since I got the word, anyway. I, and I, I don't know how much longer Brandy held it beforehand. But <laughs> with your experience, um, you know, yeah, you, you bring some value to our listeners that, uh, you know, they, they long for. And, and everybody has an opportunity to learn from you, I'm sure. So um, tell us, tell us uh, your story. How did you land on your feet where you are today? Hmm. How to get started, I guess, is a better question. <laughs>
4: well, well, I was a theater major. and uh, <laughs> There you go. And there you go. I was a theater <laughs> major, and um, I was an actress for a couple of years, and then um, I decided I better get a real job. So I worked for a company called MacTemp's, and uh, Anna Buguski. it's Kristen Porter Bogusky, and Anna Bogusky, who is Alex Bogusky, who's the executive creative director's uh, wife, uh, was a friend of mine. I was trying to get her as a client at Mac Temps, and she decided she was going to leave here. Um, we were It was a very small agency then. We were about 30 people. Now we're 320. And she said, wow. you're mm-hmm. the only person I know that's weird enough to take over my job. <laughs> so I thought, hmm, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure if I want to work in advertising. And uh, I came here, and um, I met everybody, and Alex called me that day, and he said, you know, we, we need you to start tomorrow. So uh, I said, well, I can't start tomorrow. And he said, but at least come in because we're pitching Longhorn Steakhouse and we need it to look like there's a lot of people who work here. So even if you can't start for a week, just come in. I
2: love it. The pitch team. We used to call that the Big Lie Continues. Right, You know, let, let's, let's impose ourselves with all of these people. You have to go with us, all these creative minds. I have to say, just for the folks that, that aren't familiar, Crispin Porter and Bogowski happens to be one of Bogusky, the... I'm sorry, I have to correct you. Bogusky. Bogusky. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. Shapiro, <laughs> Shapiro. I'm so sorry. And I'll never get that right, which is horrible. Um, so I'll, I'll not say anything. I'll call I'll it CPB. It right you. Thank you, Mick. <laughs> you know what? Call us CPB. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. CPB. You guys are some of those forward thinking creative minds out there you've d- done award winning campaigns and you've really taken stuff that's sort of like almost everyday type stuff that has been done done and redone and put it and cast it in a new light which has really allowed your clients to take the market share and that to me is phenomenal well it's a, it's, it really is a very exciting place to
4: work because I mean you know we do get quite a lot of press that is true but we really and, you know, I certainly can't take any credit for this except, you know, working for an amazing company. We really are doing things. We do things a little bit differently. And the more I learn about how a lot of other agencies do things, everything from PR to everything else, I realize that we think about things much differently than a lot of people.
2: Right, which is how? Because I, I definitely read your credo, obviously, on the website. How How is it that you think of things differently than everyone else?
4: Huh. Well, you know, we're... We're often, um, we're often accused of tooting our own horn a little too much, so <laughs> I don't know how to... I think that um, in, terms of, in terms of advertising, the way that we look at things differently is that we don't look at things set in terms of we're going to go to... A client says to us, we want you know, two 30-second spots, a radio ad, and, an out, and some outdoor CPB looks at things completely different, which is they look at the, the concept of what can we do, and then they look at the different media options. And they don't look at only those traditional media options. If they work, I mean, we do a lot of TV. If they, you know, Burger King, we do tons of TV for them. If they work, we do it. And if they don't, we look at a lot of different, different ways of doing things. And that's,
2: that's different in advertising. That's not how most advertising agencies go about doing things which is very true. Very true. I mean, yeah. okay, great. You've got X amount of money to spend and you carve it into, you know, depending on the company, print, you know, radio and TV, blend it out, slap some billboards up and you're done.
4: Yeah, you know, it's and and a lot of it is I mean, they're a lot of creatives, you know, the it, it was always the case that the coolest thing to do was do a TV spot because then you were going to be in L.A. or Vancouver, somewhere awesome, you know, working on these big shoots, you've got craft services and tons of people. And there's plenty of people here that are top,
2: top creatives in our industry that have never worked on a TV commercial. Right, right. I, and I can appreciate that. Now, why... Yeah. Now, I want to sort of take you sideways here because you made an interesting comment that, you know, you guys toot your horn. You know, you're, you're sometimes um, being, you, people point their finger and they say, oh, these people toot their horns too much. And something we're always talking about on this radio show is in order to, you know, get yourself quoted as the expert or when you put out a press release or anything that has to do with PR, it needs to be newsworthy. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I think it's amazing that you as an agency... And you as a person have been able to place your agency in, in, you know, awesome publications like, you know, USA Today. And, you know, forget the ad week and the brand week and the advertising age, which is phenomenal. But, you know, the, the New York Times, Fast Company, Inc., how is it? I mean, it's almost oxymoronic because it is about beating your chest. Do you know what I'm saying? It's about advertising that you've done for someone else, something you've accomplished for someone else. How do you get them to put the spotlight on you or share the spotlight with your client and get you what you need so that you always stay in the forefront, you know, as far as, like, you know, bringing in new clients, et cetera?
4: Well, you know, I mean, you're absolutely right. That is a really tricky thing, and I think we are very – we try to be extremely careful never to cross that line because when a client comes to us and, you know, hires us to create work for them, it's their work, we may have created it, but it's their work, mm-hmm. and I think, I think this, the the trick is, or not really the trick, but the secret is, which we always try to do is, first of all, um, we try to work with our clients right from the very beginning and say, you know, we like to do marketing press. And you know, and 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 certain business press and about the advertising. And if you're comfortable with us doing it, um, please let us be the ones to take the lead. And if you're not comfortable with us doing it, please let us at least be involved with your PR agency. Especially our larger clients; they all have their own PR agencies mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, let us be involved because we have a lot of relationships
2: that go back a long time and very specific. Uh, trades and, you know, different publications. Absolutely. How would you define for our listening audience, um, you know, marketing press or business press?
4: How would I define it? Right. Oh, I think it's, I mean, it's just the, the press that's interested that follows advertising and is interested in what advertisers and advertising agencies and media companies do. So there's some more mainstream like USA Today that's Sometimes, you know, covers advertising on Mondays and then certain days, like, leading up to the Super Bowl or during the Cannes International um, Advertising film Festival, which happens right. every summer, which is, you know, you, you know about that, Brandy. It's similar to the mm-hmm. film festival. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's business publications that look at it, you know, have marketing editors like Forbes and look at it, you know, when they when they see fit. So those are all types of of reporters and editors that we try to stay in contact with.
2: Fabulous. And how often, you know, how often are you able to get yourself placed there? And what's the best form of creating a relationship with these types of outlets so that you can continue to have ongoing coverage?
4: Well, you know, I'm not really schooled in PR. I sort of um, taught myself, and Alex Bogusky and Chuck Porter, who are the heads of CPB, are really, really smart at PR, and they sort of also taught me over the years what to do. So I I don't know the official answer, but I think one thing is to always be honest. I remember um, an editor at Brand Week that I'm friendly with, you know, when we first got um, Burger King, he said, you know, things might change now that you have such a big account. I was like, well, I don't think they'll change. You know, I'll still call you. And Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, but, you know, a lot of times people – you won't be able to say. Right. I was, I was like, hmm, you know, I had sort of dealt with that, but not on such a big level, because if you're dealing with a really big company, it's true. Thing There are things that all of a sudden you're not allowed to say. And he said, just don't ever lie to me. If you can't say, don't say, but don't lie to me. I really can't stand that. And I thought to myself, well, why would anyone, you know, lie to right, him? Right, exactly. But, but a lot of people do, and I think that... Over the years, how I've been able to build relationships with with reporters and editors is that I'm honest Perfect. and I'm not pushy, but I like to stay on their radar, but not in a pushy way. And I happen to believe that you know we're really talking about very interesting things, so I think
2: it comes off that way. It, which is amazing. But how? Do, I mean, your enthusiasm—like I'm a very firm believer. We're a very firm believer. Enthusiasm breeds enthusiasm. Yeah. And it's nice that. You know, yes, you are honest. And at the end of the day, if you can't say something, you can't say something, and someone will always know where they stand with you. Mm -hmm. And I think Mick will attest that's something we always preach here. You know, first of all, is stay in consistent contact with these media contacts. You know, let them know the different areas where you have expertise or you have clients that have expertise so that they can include you in stories or feature you. But most importantly, you know, be consistent and be honest and let people know. Like, I'm not, you know, you're not picking up the phone until you've established a relationship with someone just to shoot the breeze. Yeah. But you can differentiate yourself from everyone else by just having a nice and pleasant and real conversation with them.
4: Exactly. And I, I think it's important not to be, you know, to find out right, right from the beginning. And this sounds so simple, it seems ridiculous. But to find out right from the beginning how they like to be communicated with. True. You know, because a lot of some people don't like to talk on the phone, so you know, you're already gonna be irritating them if you're calling them on the phone when they only like to deal with email.
2: Which I personally hate. But yes, I yes. agree with you. <laughs> I'm like, no, talk to me, talk to me. Don't. <laughs> right. emails are one dimensional and I you might not grasp this awesome concept that will really put me on the map and like help your readers or whatever. But but yes, I agree with you. And that's I mean, Mick, how many people have come on here come on the show and said that?
3: Oh, it's it's been Repeatedly, so I think there's a consistent message. I guess the question I would have for you, Katie, is: uh, you know, you, you develop a good relationship with the with the media contacts, and you find out how they want to be communicated with. You develop a friendly rapport. What is the uh, technique? I shouldn't say technique, but what is the method really that you come in contact with the media in the first place? Obviously, you know, you're with a with a major um, advertising, marketing, PR corporation that that has you know half billion dollars in in uh, billables and all that fun stuff. So you're kind of a magnet in one side, but for a lot of the uh, the uh, smaller guys out there that are running their own shop, how would you say, you know, this is how you develop that media report, this is how you should get known by, by your journalist?
4: That's a good question, and I think that, it, you know, it, my job has changed, I mean, so dramatically because when I started doing this almost nine years ago, as I was saying when we were 30 people, you know, it was a very different thing. I mean, it is it is true that today... There is a much bigger portion of my job that's fielding calls where people are calling unsolicited, but that wasn't the case for a long, long time. And I think that the way I always tried to hook people in was to send them our work because our work always sort of stood for itself. It it, it Mm -hmm. spoke for itself. So I would send us I would send out some of our work and then I would follow up. I mean, there really wasn't email so, <laughs> I was saying, you know, so I would call or I would just send other work. And I think that's really just over time, people being able to see our work, and I would send it with a very short, I, I don't do, we almost never send out press releases. I'm, I'm not a big believer in any of the normal ways of like press releases, putting things on the wire, um, any of those. I, I hate corporate gifts. I never send anybody anything like with our logo on it. You know, I mean, when, when I used to send our work when we were really small, I used to always send it with candy. Oh, oh, <laughs> That's that someone's You can make some work <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And I mean, that was kind of my thing, and it would always be like very,
2: you know, not good dive or anything, but it was always just like cute Pretty candy beautiful. from Target. You know? Yeah, no, but you I, know something. It's it, well, it's true, and we've had some really funny stories on here about really, it's 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 whether it's going to, you know press rooms and bringing people, you know, like coffee and muffins and stuff, or, you know, showing up at people's offices or sending cool things in advance of yourself that they'll appreciate if you do a little research on someone. We actually had a great story about someone actually bringing uh, a cactus Yes. Sending a cactus to someone that wasn't really that nice on the phone and being yeah late. somebody who
3: was pretty prickly to talk to on the phone so he brought her a cactus <laughs> he was like broke, broke the iso <laughs>
2: yeah I mean whatever's gonna make you That's what it s-
3: feels like when I talk to you <laughs>
2: <laughs> out but speaking about uh, actually let's do this because I think that this is a very important point to uh, to to think about is sort of like this whole differentiating differentiating yourself and I like the fact that you're thinking out of the box and non traditional. So let's focus on that, and right now let's pay some awesome homage to our fabulous advertisers here at webmasterradio.fm. We'll be right back.
0: A rose by any other name would stew
1: FM. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24 7. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward thinking, solutions oriented and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs programming in most major languages and operating systems srkconsulting.com making sure your mother
0: is always proud do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market and attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com. You'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. A by any other name would still be the same. Move over. Remember before there was the internet? Before there was stuff. Before there was email. Before there were DVDs. Do you remember who shot Jr.? (laughs) Then travel back back in time every weekend the best songs of the 80s all weekend long only on Webmaster Radio.
4: Webmaster Radio rocks. (laughs)
1: Reserving a headline for you.
2: Hey everyone, we are back live with our featured guest, Ms. Katie Kempner, VP of uh, of Director of Agency Communications over at CPB Miami, as well as MDC Partners. Welcome back, Katie. Hi. Thank you. Now, prior to the break, we were talking about because uh, some of us, I mean, I, my a big cornerstone for my PR strategies does happen to be because I, I tend to be traditional in certain senses is press releases. Mm-hmm. Um and we happen to be partnered as well with um Web, whom we consider to be the best of the best as far as wire distribution goes. Um but we love thinking out of the box and being non-traditional.
3: Oh, you have to. Yeah. Like sending chocolates and or whatever is
1: great.
2: Well, <laughs> well, that's just touching it. Like what like talk talk to us about some of the cool non-traditional things you've done and some of the stuff that you've done that maybe I don't care. You know like you said before, you were talking about something and you're like, "You know, this is the most simple thing." You know, I'm a very firm believer everything in life is simple. People get caught up in the complexity and ambiguity of things. Like, yeah, let's talk about non-traditional and cool, awesome things that can make a difference.
4: Okay, and you know what I should really um, I should really qualify what I said because what I really am talking now about CPB when I when I work with MDC, which is a network that owns a minority interest in CPB and many other advertising agencies. Of course, we have to send out press releases because we're a public company, and that's like a whole different thing. But really, you know, I'm, I mean sending out press releases, heralding, like, your new campaign and that kind of stuff. So wearing my, like, advertising agency hat, I think sometimes you can really go too far, and that I sort of learned in the beginning um, When I also did new business, which is also which was very closely related, when we were little, or smaller than we are now, I remember um, we were working with a consultant, and it was my job to. It was PR people and consultants, and he was um, handling a beer review, and I remember I sent him a urinal. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. oh my god you rock You're door well, <laughs> well it seemed like a good idea at the time but actually he was serious.
2: <laughs> shut up why because he was away <laughs> i don't
4: know he called me from and he's like are you the person that sent me this urinal i hope
2: you figure out a way to come and get it <laughs> <laughs> but did it let me ask you a question did the rough start end up being something that was like smoothed over and allowed you guys to be closer or was he just like absolutely unmovable
4: well, we did smooth it over, but um, and I do think later on we ended up working with him on something else, but in that particular case, it didn't go over so well. I guess another thing that I can say is that I've learned, you know, it's, it's interesting because editors and reporters they can go out for an am- amazingly expensive lunches and dinners but they can't accept expensive presents right so i always try to you know if it wasn't chocolates that i would send i used to do this thing when we were smaller where i would send a summer mailer <sighs> and get, like, little throwaway camera and suntan lotion and all different things. And I used to send that kind of stuff a lot. And I try to still send it out because I don't want people thinking that now that we're getting bigger, that we are, have gotten, like, too big for our britches. Lots of uh, personal touch. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's really uh, it's especially important to us because we're sort of like the antithesis of a large agency. Right.
2: In, the in mentality. Right. And the mentality, which is so, so important. I think that has a lot to do with why you guys were so successful. Is because you do run like a boutique operation. If you're going to stereotype, yeah, you know, very cust, you know, very, you know, client centric. And so, let me ask you a question, though. So you go, let's say, okay. So I'm trying to promote something. Let's say it's even Webmaster Radio, okay. And you know, I have my hot list of my my editors and my writers that I really want to become intimate with. I don't know them yet, so I leave them a message. I send them some information, and then I, you know, send them like it's summer. I send them this cool kit. You know, make sure you find some time. Please have a great time on us because, you know, we're working hard to create the best way, thing we can. You know? Mm-hmm. How long did it typically take you to get their attention and get some coverage? It, 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 depen- it depended. I mean, it, I pitched
4: that story to Fast Company for the first time, a story that came out this year. I mean, it was a different story, but it was on the agency when we first got the Truth Anti-Tobacco Campaign in
2: Love Florida. That. Love that campaign.
4: Thank you. And I mean, that was a very interesting campaign because Florida was the first state to use money won by a tobacco, you know, from a tobacco settlement to do an advertising campaign. So I think you know, that was a really compelling story, I felt. But it took from 1997 until this past year for them to really get interested. in it took about three years um, for them actually to start really returning my calls. Oh my goodness!
2: I know, <laughs> and I have to say, like I call, I have to say, I, I called Katie um, in her office. She wasn't there. I think her cell phone was on her message. If you really need to get a hold of me, and of course, I really need to get a hold of everyone all the time because I think my calls the most important. <laughs> I'm an only child, and, um, you know. My parents put that mentality. But you picked up on the, the phone. You were on a plane. Like I have to say, that is something that's so awesome. Is you are very, very accessible, which I think is so important.
4: Well, thank you. And actually, in that particular case, I was grateful to get a call. I was stuck on a plane for like three hours. We weren't (laughs) moving. But yes, I mean, I I think that it's very important to be accessible. And I have two people that work with me here. And I make sure that they have their cell phones, you know, on voicemail, too. Because I think that that's one thing about being in PR is, you know, as a spokesperson
2: for a company, you always have to be ready to speak if people need to talk to you. Right, which is important. And I I sort of jumped ahead. But So now FAST calls you five years after this camp, or longer, seven years after this campaign initiates, what was their justification for, I mean, because this is almost like, quote unquote, old news. How did this get resurrected? What was the timing for this? Well, I had kept pitching them that we're doing interesting
4: things and you should really look at CPB as a whole because we look at stuff differently, kind of like what I said when you asked me what's different about CPB. Mm -hmm. And I think finally what put them over the edge is they were really interested in a viral marketing campaign that we did for Burger King, which really was a phenomenal success. It was called Subservient Chicken. (laughs) And that, I think, is what they finally said, okay, now it had a million hits in a day. What is Subservient? Well, I apologize. What
2: is Subservient Chicken? <laughs> subservian Subservient
4: Chicken, the the online component was actually one piece of a larger campaign which was to introduce um, a new a new product for Burger King and the site we put together this site of this the, the whole the Subservient Chicken aspect of it was to go with the with the tagline of Burger King which is have it your way. And, <laughs> and so the Subservient Chicken you could type in commands and ha- tell him to do something and he would do it you know hence have it your way that is so cute yeah and it was an, it was amazing success we sent it out um to 30 of our friends just to see you know we weren't totally sure if the site was ready mm-hmm. and it was it just was one of these things that just
2: got an enormous amount of attention on the web and then took off and was everywhere so you're saying you initially sent this out to 30 friends, who sent it to 30 friends, and so on and so on, and it became one of these things that ended up coming back to you and creating this big media blitz. Yeah, that rocks. And, and I, I apologize, mean, I, mean, it, I didn't get the subservient. I've got, <laughs> I've gotten the fat kid lip syncing something. <laughs> but I've never gotten the subservient chicken. Yeah,
4: it was a huge success, and it was a huge success for Burger King, which is really what it needed to be.
2: Isn't that? A, oh, so wow. And I apologize. I apologize, but that's amazing. Yeah. So this is something that you did that again. I don't even want to talk about cost, but you know, just to send out as a as a beta test. I mean, because this was was this this was one of those things that just sort of took a life of its own, mm-hmm. and the huge return for such a big client. Yeah, on something that didn't cost a lot of money, wasn't even quote unquote ready to go out the door. That is that is phenomenal. Can you share some other kind of unique such stories like that? Where advertising really took off like that? Well, yeah, advertising and then it blends into, I mean, because you know, like these PR sort of strategies that, that coincide with things. Hmm. hmm. Well, we've had a, lo- a lot of things that we've done. we I
4: mentioned the Truth Campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, we handled the Florida Truth Campaign and a lot of those types of things happened then. And then um, when the American Legacy Foundation was formed, uh, because then it was too difficult for each and every state to channel all this money on their own, so they formed this national um, group, the American Legacy Foundation, and um, they wanted to have a national a national campaign, and we joined with Arnold Communications and pitched it. it. Yeah. And so we, we have the National Truth Campaign, and there's been a lot of things that we've done in conjunction with Arnold that have really, like, right away garnered huge, um, huge attention. And that's actually one of the things about CPB that not set us apart, but yeah, I guess I would say set us apart is that that's something that we're very good at as an agency is trying to find the PR potential in things and taking it from there.
2: Which is which is phenomenal, and you guys aren't afraid to work with other agencies as well to make sure that both your ends are being met and putting the client first. Yeah, which I think is really really important, and people need to realize that. Like, I don't care if it's interdepartmental type things, or if it's, you know, working with vendors, it's really keeping that open dialogue going, because if you work together, you can find ways of best benefiting each other.
4: And I think that you're absolutely right, and that goes true also with dealing with PR companies, because initially, it can be kind of an awkward thing, you know, if we have um, a new client, and they already have a PR agency, and we come in and we say, we want to meet you guys, and sit down, and, you know... They're getting paid the same as we're getting paid, and nobody wants to feel that we're encroaching on their territory. So I think getting a good relationship, you know, working relationship is really important.
2: Right. No, 100%. Just, you know, everyone getting on this. Because I think it's like the new kid who comes to school. You know, we we all have the same mentality, kind of going, oh, you know, where are these people coming from? You know, it's my territory. And, yeah, when you can, you know, really make sure that you're in someone's face saying, hey, I don't want anything from you except for all of us to keep our jobs. (laughs) You know, let's work together. This is a good thing. But we've had a we've had a lot
4: of luck. I mean, Edna Johnson is the um, the head of communications at Burger King, and she is just wonderful. I mean, Burger King has their own PR agency, Edelman Communications, and mm-hmm. those guys are super smart. And you know, she's really made sure that we're all in the loop. Mini has their own Mini um, BMW's Mini line of mm-hmm. cars is our agency, and they have Rubenstein as their PR agency, and mm-hmm. they've been really cool about working with us. So. Yeah, which is know, phenomenal. we really have lucked out working with really terrific companies.
2: And Rubinstein, you know, they're very, like, cutting edge, very forward-thinking, which is awesome. And speaking about being forward-thinking, I know we don't have much time left with Miss Katie. <laughs> but let's go to a very quick commercial <laughs> break, and uh, we will be right back with the lovely Miss Katie Kempner
1: so they got pretty good food here huh? huh listen i just got a new check from a program i joined oh yeah what effective cpm are they paying you that's the salt not sure they just send me a check not a detailed breakout uh, are you joking no there's lots of ways to make money but you need to be the master of your own destiny with value click media i instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high cpm payouts mm. plus their new interface lets me control the ads i want to run and tells me how much i earn from each advertisement and wow. that sound better pass the pepper wow thanks for the tip i'm gonna give Value Click Media, try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at valueclickmedia.com.
0: Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? and attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com, you'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. Nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit infosearchmedia.com today. WebmasterRadio.fm. Country Cafe. Country Put on your boots and jeans and party to hot new country and cool country classics. Every Wednesday night. Right after Domain Master. Only on Webmaster Radio. <laughs> Commercials off. Now
4: back
2: to
1: Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Brandy shapiro and I'm joined with my co-host, McJolly and our featured guest today, Miss Katie Kempner. Welcome back!
1: Yeah,
3: welcome back, Katie.
2: Hi, thank you. You are awesome, and you know, <laughs> we <Thank> you. <laughs> we just uh, you know because I'd like to keep you forever. <laughs> However, um, I know you know we had a crazy schedule today. You've got a crazy schedule today, so I'm, I'm consolidating. Uh, you know, things a little bit here, but I definitely, before we get off the air, which won't be now, because I'm not letting you go that easily, <laughs> um, definitely want to invite you back for a part two. Oh, wow. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because we've barely scratched the surface and I do not like being rushed through. I'm not good with that. Like rush through an interview. You have so much to share with us, and uh, I think we barely s- scratched the surface. And then I want to talk to you about my epiphany, but we'll do that offline.
4: Uh, okay, well, thank you. I would love to come back. I'm having a great time. I wasn't sure because I thought, well, I'm not really the person that ever gets interviewed. I'm not sure I'm going to like this, but I'm
2: having a lot of fun. Yeah.
3: Very good. Well, you're very good at it. Too.
2: <laughs> thank you. We're, we're pretty easy around here. you know, and, and it's cool, but you are, but you do have a lot. To, I mean, because the the, the fact is... It's so important to understand how, you know, like big companies like yourself, even though you're, you're small minded, that I mean it's small minded, what I mean, like you turn on a dime and you really have that entrepreneurial spirit, how you guys go and you get press for yourself. And your kind of press is the hardest yeah. I mean, outside of getting like, you know, the ad week and the brand week type stuff just on, sh- on, sh- on the sheer fact of like, wow, we have great creatives and here's a great campaign that we did or even having, um, you know, your clients sort of speak for you. But getting, you know, being in the more mainstream type publications is really hard because it kind of it's, it's sort of counterintuitive to public relations in a way, mm-hmm. you know, beating your chest over something that is you. But you guys have a lot of awesome stuff to say, and I think it's phenomenal. Thank you, and it's really exciting. I mean, that's one of the things that
4: really has kept this job so interesting and fresh is that, you know, nobody here, nobody around here settles for anything. I mean, everybody, if you want to be successful at, at CPB, you always have to be trying to take anything you do to the next level. So if I had just decided that, you know, we would be happy being in Ad Week and Ad Age, which are very important for us to be in, but if I just sort of had drawn the line there, then, you know... Nobody would have taken that as an okay around here.
2: Which is, which is true. So, but how do you figure out, you know, we're, you know, okay, you've only got X amount of hours in a day, you know, um, and we, we barely tapped on the non traditional type of, of public relations. But how do you say to yourself, okay, I've got X amount of time, and you still, you have to, um, you know, you're held accountable for your job, that where am I going to focus? Where is best going to benefit us to get press that's going to help a, keep the company exciting to the clients that we continually have, you know, make them be like, oh, wow, aren't we glad we picked them? They're doing great work for us, and other people are saying that too, mm-hmm. as well as, you know, being a calling card to get new clients. I mean, you know, how, how do you figure out the people that you're going to focus and target on the most? Well, I think there, there's a couple of different ways. One, I, I
4: look at, we you know, I really look and assess what is the work that's coming up? Because a, a big part of our media strategy sort of, is based on what is it that's coming up that we're doing that might be interesting to people. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, That's a big thing. I always want to keep the people that work here excited and happy to be here, all the creatives especially because this is a really creative-driven shop. So that means always sending the work out to publications like Archive and Communication Arts and Creativity and places that creatives, which I mean like art directors and copywriters and – That they read, and then we always want to be in front of our current clients, like you know, so we want to be in front of the CMOs that are reading Brand Week and Advertising Age, and also in front of all you know, people that could be our our hopefully new New clients. clients. Yep,
2: absolutely. So, but
4: I also think you know, I try, I mean, I don't, I, I really try to keep current. I read a whole bunch of newspapers in the morning before I get to the office, and I try to. Always see what's going on. And I think that one of the things that I'm really trying to work on is, and you had touched on it a little bit r- much earlier on, is getting the partners here um, quoted as experts in the fields that they are experts on, mm-hmm. not just getting stories about us. Because there's only so many stories
2: you can have written about your company. Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, and I think that, we personally think that's important. Because the fact is, they're always, we find that journalists are always looking for people to give them information that gives their story like a lot more um, gusto, so to speak. And if they can count on, you know, calling, uh, you know, whether it's a creative director at your agency or whomever, and whether it's industry specific, because it's, you know, you guys are working on the mini, or if it's, you know, um, discipline driven, they can count on you guys for being able to give really good qualitative, quantitative, whatever information. And it makes that person feel awesome. And it says, yeah, it sets you guys up as experts. And if you're an expert, people, it gives you extra credibility. Credibility, With credibility comes loyalty. With loyalty comes staying power. With staying power keeps you alive longer. Yeah. You live happier. And the best form of advertising, of course, is at the end of the day is word of mouth. Exactly. And I've also found, I mean,
4: one thing that I think is super important is I found that a lot of journalists in in this at least, that cover this industry and cover business, move around a lot. So if, if somebody who's somebody else's assistant or like a junior reporter is calling me, I always return the call and I give it the same exact attention that I would give it when Stuart Elliott calls me, who's you know the advertising columnist at the New York Times. Because when that other person is... First of all, I think that everybody deserves the same amount of respect. Right. But but second of all, when that person moves around and this has actually happened to me and gets a better job somewhere else,
2: they already know that they can come to me and I'm going to give them, you know, equal the time. person that they need yes. to get to or equal time, whatever. You know, something, and that's something that Mick and I are are constantly... You know, in David, when David actually shows up for our radio show... Uh, <laughs> David, I haven't even heard about David.
4: Uh,
3: David, he's the... Uh, founder and primary architect behind PR Web so
4: ah, wow. Well, yeah and he
3: and he, he joins us occasionally when opportunity permits so yeah. we, we always like to hear his insights
4: <laughs> we do but, uh, when you have a really impressive guest right? oh no he <laughs> no, actually, actually
3: uh, you know
4: <laughs> that's he, no that's he, uh, he, he, he 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 he
3: loves all the, all the all guests just you know matter of Time, time you know, supply and demand on time, you know.
4: So See,
2: thats a, he has my exact philosophy on reporters. He feels that way about guests.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No, he's actually, you
2: know what, we should rag on David. Because you know we, what, he's should, not here. He, he
3: was actually way on a... Uh on a, on a family reunion, so he was kind of out of pocket and got in real, real. He real did. Late last like, night. I
2: spoke to him at midnight last night, and he still <laughs> wasn't home. So, we'll, we'll give. I'd love to give David hell because I like to every once in a while call myself his other wife. <laughs> 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 and um, I'm sure his wife <laughs> loves when I say that, but I mean in the nicest way. But no, he really was on vacation. It's just fun to be mean to him because he's like the epitome of the nicest, nicest, most generous man in the world. And uh, every once in a while, you got to give him a little heck. Fine. Yeah. That's
3: terrific. <laughs> so, so don't feel ignored there, Katie. No, yeah. okay, <laughs> okay, not
2: at all. Besides, we're the charming peer. No, I
3: am <laughs> <laughs> I can obviously go. tell that. Yes, but of course. So, so let me ask you one other question here. For you, I, I've been having a lot of fun as I've looked at some of the uh, um, pro- promotions that you, you folks have put together in the past. Have you? Are some of these? Uh, are, have you done some online promotions that you're that you're working with as well? that are pretty pretty strong. I mean, it looks like a lot of the stuff, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm sure with the uh, size of the campaigns you do, you're probably all over the place. But um, what are some of your primary... Um, uh online promotions that you could, you could touch on just real quick.
4: For some of our clients? Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting that you should have asked me that. Because I, wouldn't necessarily, you know, I might <laughs> see some great
3: online promotion, but I may not have tied it to you.
4: Sure. <laughs> well, we just returned victorious from the uh, Cannes Advertising Festival. We actually won the Cyber Grand Prix for uh-huh. a um, spot that we did for Method. I don't know if you know about Method cleaning products. No. no.
3: I'm not familiar with them, but I'm sure we're gonna to come to learn from it from the uh, promotion.
4: <laughs> yeah, you should go to the site. It's an awesome site. We okay. actually have we have an amazing interactive department here. Um it's headed up by a really, really smart guy named Jeff Benjamin. And um we have a we do a lot of besides subservient chicken, which you know, got so much and uh and this method stuff, we do a lot of stuff. We um we have a gap site up right now for Client The Gap, um, which is
2: really awesome. It's like a, you could, we well, have to go and see it. And, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but, who's but that But we're company? pretty strong in the interactive department. See, and that's something we need to come back and, and focus and actually, on. Actually,
3: that'd be, that'd be a show in itself, wouldn't it, Brandon?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to have like four or five shows in this, Katie. But I will say something, you know, and this is something that we iterate, and I always like when when, when good speakers like yourself bring this out, I always love reiterating this. Be nice to everybody. Because, first of all, happiness breeds happiness. Being nice, you know, just makes your day a lot better. Absolutely. You know, just in general, what you give out is what you get back. And at the end of the day, the reality is, kid, the guy that washed your car yesterday could be like the owner of your company tomorrow.
3: You know, well, that's it. Or the, or the person that wanted to be a uh, an, an actress one day.
2: All right. Becomes, becomes, you know, the head of, a, of, of PR for a very large advertising agency. Be nice to people. If someone's a junior reporter, help them. Give them, because, you know what, I'll tell you something. I do things I don't realize that I do them sometimes, and I've had more people come up to me and go, wow, Brandy, you really took the time to help me or to talk to me or I was having a bad day, and you actually listen, you know, because I hear, like, if I say to you, how are you, it's not just a polite thing. You and and
3: uh, Katie, Brandy mentors me every time we get together. So don't don't uh, don't <laughs> think she's tough. kidding about it. I mean, she's she's that way. She's a a magnet for a lot of people for all the right reasons. Well. And, uh, my, my
4: husband is like that too, and I think I've learned a lot from him because he's just re- he takes the time with everybody. And I think you know it, it's amazing. I mean, just like as a life lesson, what a what a difference it is when you're when you go through your day trying to be happy and nice to people
2: well yeah it it it, it, well and you are like that and mix absolutely like that but yeah it makes a big difference and at the end of the day you know what you get a lot more done
4: yeah
2: you may not get through as many people but you're gonna have quality people and you're gonna have people that you can count on and say hey wow you know what i really need some coverage on this this would be really important to me and they'll pull it out for you because at the end of the day like you're a good person and if they have to decide between covering you or covering someone else it's an easy decision for them to make i
4: think you're I think you're absolutely right. I mean, you have to have the quality of the product. Oops. But, sorry about that. But, <laughs> you have to have the quality of the product. But once you have that, I mean, if, if they're looking at two equally interesting stories, you have a much better shot if you also have a good relationship with somebody.
2: Yeah, absolutely. If someone likes you, they're more likely to do business with you. It's the most base of realities, but it's true. Yeah. You know, period, the end. And talking about um, timing... I think that uh, we need to let you go. Yeah, right. I got to go. Very it was great sadly. talking to you guys. It was uh, great talking phenomenal. To you. Um, I will speak to you very soon, and we will schedule part two with Miss Katie Kempner. <laughs> and uh, you just have a great rest of your day. And thank you for set, for shedding some awesome light for our listeners here at Webmaster Radio and Cover Story. Thank you. I had a great time. Take care. <laughs> Take care, Katie. Right, Bye-bye. Ciao, Katie. Hey, yeah. So we can do our bantering, Mick. Mick?
3: Oh, there we go. Oh.
2: <laughs> we can do our bantering now. There
3: we go. We'll do well, the reverse. She
2: She's can I tell you something? I, I called her and um you know, I'd never spoken to her before. And boom, she got right on the phone with me. She was so nice. She wasn't like, I'm I'm sorry, what radio station are you with? It was, Oh, how interesting. You know, I'm I'm on a plane. <laughs> I can only talk for a couple of minutes. I just had like a couple of really great conversations with her and I, I do really respect her agency. And I absolutely loved her energy. And it's obvious that she loves what she does. She's had quite a long um, history there, which is sort of um, unheard of, especially for agencies in South Florida. Um, so yeah, and, and she's great. She's charming. She's totally willing to give out information. And I think that she gave out great stuff to our listening audience today.
3: Absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the next round one. Hopefully we can talk a little bit more as far as the interactive marketing campaigns that she's put together, because I think that'll tie... Uh, even more closely. There's always always those hardcore basics that need to be followed in terms of things well, like you summarized, you know, being nice to everybody and, and trying to help other people out and and just basically being a good person. But then there's there's also tactics and, and techniques and strategies and, and uh, for the interactive market which well changes fairly regular. I think it'll be interesting to hear what uh, their corporation is going to make them successful and actually make their clients successful.
2: Well, see, that's the whole thing that's so cool. I can't believe what a, what a tongue twister I just did before that. But but yeah, and I think the thing that's <laughs> cool is like the stuff that, oh my God, they have 320 people. They can all put their minds together to, to create something really amazing for their major clients and then boil it down to information that we could actually really give people, which would be phenomenal in an easy manner. But more importantly, like, oh my God, creating this little beta test site Subservient chicken, sending it to thirty <coughs> friends, and this viral campaign becomes this monster success. Like, there you go. That's the sort of thing that's so intriguing because that's something you can't predict, and you know you're sort of putting yourself out there, sort of at, at, at like a limited risk. But look at the major reward. That's pretty cool.
3: There you go.
2: You know, and um, hey, so we're having a party. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, <laughs> we're having a party, and PRWeb is one of the major sponsors of this party. So, for those of you that are
3: <coughs> going be in San Jose. to the
2: for the Search Engine Strategies Conference again, the eighth through the eleventh, we will be having a pre-SES radio show here on this network, uh, just so that you can maximize your agenda for the show. Uh, you know, whether it's for education, networking, having fun, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we'll be having a pre-SES radio show, but we will also be having our second search bash. And it's going to be a great event, and it's sponsored by uh, PRWeb, Commerce, Moniker, TextLink ads, InfoSearch Media. It's going to be a phenomenal night, and it's all about um, you know, making sure that after people work really hard at the conference, you get to take your, your shirt and tie off, relax, and get to really become familiar and friendly with the people that are going to make a difference in your life business-wise. And a lot of people that we all call family and friends.
3: Absolutely, so. absolutely, great opportunity. Uh, we, we enjoyed some similar opportunities in, in uh, past events, so this will be a chance for us to share together once again.
2: Yeah, eating and drinking and enjoying.
3: That's it. Building a- <laughs> and building relations and, and relations for all the right reasons, not just uh, not just because opportunity to conduct business, but actually develop some, some uh, folks out there that'll be long term friends and and uh, really become, in, in, in truth, your your best uh, defenders wow. of your services that you do provide because they'll know you personally.
2: And oh, my God. That's important. Yeah, Mick and I do not play at being good friends. I, I really am like his big sister, although I'm much younger than he is. But, uh, there you go. There you go. How did I ever get that moniker? Ray, I really resent that.
3: <laughs> I don't have mine. I don't know. You know what I should do? I should
2: shave my head for like Vegas or something.
3: There you go. <laughs> Thanks,
2: God.
3: No, uh-huh. then you can be uh, like that uh, powder King. lady or whatever her name was, and uh, do the exercise. Become the exercise guru. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me, who's got a great body
2: for two people, give me a break. <laughs> all right, you. I think we're coming up on the. Are we coming up on the hour?
3: I think we I think we passed the hour but it's been uh, time well spent.
2: Absolutely Mick, I'm so excited and a uh, big thank you from the community to PR Web to stepping up to the plate to sponsor a really great event at this coming SES and all of our other awesome sponsors and thank you to another wonderful show Mick. Hey, thank you.
3: And right. We'll look forward to the next round.
2: Sounds perfect. Ciao for now.
3: webmasterradio.fm